1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
2: Welcome, everybody, to this week's scary and exciting episode. Yes, <laughs> guess we have been going a year. It is pretty much Halloween. Well, it's Halloween tomorrow. Mm. Uh, we have a, a Halloween special out tomorrow, so I hope you will come back for that and download it and watch it on YouTube and all that sort of good stuff. Uh but today I have got uh well, I was gonna say a really scary episode for you. It's not really particularly scary. <laughs> um I was gonna well, well. I was gonna cover Dracula. Yeah. But I thought, well, Dracula is a fictitious it's a novel. Mm-hmm. So I thought what I'd do is Bram Stoker and the origins of Dracula, what inspired Dracula. Okay. Uh but before that, I've still got to actually do Dracula because you told me earlier you don't know anything about Dracula, yeah. I apart nothing. from what Hotel Transylvania, you said you've seen, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so great film, <laughs> great film, um, yeah. So uh, the, 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 in in a nutshell, the story of Dracula is uh, Dracula lives in Transylvania in mm-hmm. a castle, uh, but he wants to move to England. Okay, so they send over like an estate agent type dude called <laughs> Renfield.
1: Oh, to, go yeah. and, to go and
2: sort out the the the, the, uh, the move.
1: So he's like an assistant. Yeah,
2: sort of like a sales type clerk or something like that. Mm. Uh, while he's over in Transylvania visiting Dracula, getting the ball rolling, uh, he becomes under Dracula's spell. And when he comes back to England, he's absolutely stark staring mad. He's wandering around the place going, the master's coming, the master's coming. He's eating insects and bugs and stuff like that and drinking blood out of rats and all that sort of thing. So they put him in an asylum and they send another guy to finish the job. And I think his name was Jonathan Harker, definitely Harker. Um, And he goes out there, meets Dracula, obviously carries on trying to uh, do the exchange of estates and whatnot, the purchase in order. Um, But while he's out there, he happens to uh, let Dracula see a picture of his wife. Oh, no. Now, Dracula, when he was just a normal living man, uh, he had to go off to war. This is back in God knows how many hundreds of years ago. His wife heard that he died in the war, So she threw herself from the top of the towers of the castle and died. When Dracula came back from war, found out about his dead wife, and he renounced God and took vampirism until his wife would be reincarnated. When he sees Jonathan Harker's wife, she is the dead ringer of his his, his his own wife that died many hundreds of years ago, so he's like, oh. right, she's now reincarnated. I'm heading in the right direction. Let's go. So he packs up his stuff, leaves Jonathan Harker in his um, castle, getting tormented by his other fiends mm-hmm. and you know creatures of the night, uh, and he takes off for England. Uh, when he gets to England, he does. He starts spreading vampirism around the place.
1: So that's an actual religion
2: at this point. Well, vampirism?
1: Yeah. Or is it
2: something... Well, you... it's, it, it's, it's a condition, I guess. Okay. Becoming a all vampire. Right. Um, but yeah, like, because he's going around feeding on, like, all these, you know, scantily dressed virgins with heaving bosoms and, and stuff like <laughs> that, you know. Um, and some of them turn into vampires. And then they catch the attention of uh, Dr. Van Helsing.
1: Ah, yes.
2: Who then makes it his mission to try and kill Dracula. Uh, Jonathan Harker manages to escape Dracula's castle and gets back to England uh, as Dracula has kind of met his his wife and he's trying to make the moves on her. Um, and anyway, to cut a long story short, um, I think it's actually Jonathan Harker that ends up killing Dracula, not Van Helsing.
1: Ah, not what the films tell you. Uh, yeah.
2: Van Helsing was more just the, the knowledgeable guy. You know, yeah. he, he's the guy that knows that Dracula is undead and you know Nosferatu and all that sort of thing. Um, but I think it is actually Jonathan Harker that actually kills Dracula and obviously saves his wife from becoming Dracula's new bride.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'm following
2: that. With a stake through the heart... And I think they cut his head off as well.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Kick him while he's down. (laughs)
2: Because, yeah, there's obviously with vampires and Dracula, he can't come out during the daytime. The sunlight will burn him. Uh, A stake to the heart will kill him. And beheading, I think, is part of the the ritual of actually killing him other than that it's only the light of the sun i think that will do it
1: ah so the other things that we've been told like crosses and garlic is just they just has an aversion
2: to crosses because he's a a a renounced god
1: yeah uh i can't
2: remember i mean possibly an aversion to garlic as well uh just because he doesn't like the smell of it or something i don't know uh, possibly not casting a reflection in a mirror might be due to the Dracula book as well I, I've not actually read the original book by Bram Stoker um, so I can't really confirm that but I, those are all typical myths of the vampire and Dracula and stuff Yeah. Yeah. so now we've got that sorted how did this guy come up with this story in 1897
1: oh wow I always thought it was older than that. No, 1897, he published it. You've surprised me with the times. With the dates. Yeah. here. It's about time. Yeah, I really (laughs) thought that was... I don't know why. I just thought with castles and things like that, medieval times. I don't know why. I know that sounds silly. That's fair enough, yeah. I was thinking 1600s, that kind of thing. No,
2: no, no. Well, I I suppose it's because... In in the the story of Dracula, he's already been alive for several hundred years, hasn't he? So I guess Ah. that might be why you think that it's older than what it is, because obviously the story starts back in, like, the 1400s or something like that, where Dracula's already, like, several hundred years old. Okay. Uh, But Bram Stoker, or Abraham was his real name. Abraham Stoker, he liked being called Bram. He was born in 1847, died in 1912. He was born in Dublin, and... Yeah, he 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 was originally like some kind of clerk, I think, a civil servant, and then he he started doing like um, uh, critics critic um, reviews yeah. for the theatre, and that's how he kind of got into writing, and then he developed that and and and. Um, Became an author of novels. Dracula was not the only novel that he did. So this, this I was quite surprised by my research here because like almost everything I thought I knew about Dracula and Bram Stoker was completely wrong. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I thought Bram Stoker wrote Dracula as kind of a young boy and it, you know with massive imagination and all this sort of thing. No, it turns out it was nearly at the end of his life. Oh. Um, and he he was actually like the director of a theatre at one point because he was best friends with uh, Sir Henry Irving, who was the most uh, famous actor in England at the time.
1: Okay, and this is like early nineteen. Did you say 1920? Uh This would this, this have been
2: Victorian times, eighteen hundreds. Oh, yeah, wow. Eight, yeah, Oof. the late eighteen hundreds. Uh, yeah, because he was personal assistant for Henry Irving. Uh, so he he did a lot of work with Henry Irving. He even went on tour with Henry Irving all around Europe, although he never actually visited Eastern Europe or Transylvania where
1: <laughs> Dracula's castle
2: was set. So he kind of took a few liberties there. Um, and and he even toured America, and he actually met went to the White House twice, two different occasions, and met two different presidents.
1: That's nuts to me. He Why... was he was rolling in high circles, man. Because that would have taken weeks on a boat to get. To oh yeah. America. Man, time. <laughs> I can't wrap my head around certain events and time frames. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. It would have been old. Because the way you're saying that like, oh, I toured Europe and he toured America, <laughs> makes it sound like he's John Bon Jovi or something. Oh well, no. It but... would have been it would have been
2: Henry Irving, the actor. That would have oh, right, been Doing yeah, the yeah. touring because he was his personal assistant. That's why he got to go and he got to meet all these people and like, I mean, uh, he did rub shoulders with some well-known people. Oscar Wilde is another one.
1: Yeah,
2: he had a love triangle with Oscar Wilde and the the woman he ended up marrying, Florence, who became Florence Stoker. She was actually, I think, betrothed to Oscar Wilde to start with. Bram Stoker nicked her off him, and then obviously a few years later, Oscar Wilde got accused of homosexuality, and that actually oh. went to the, like the high Court, the Crown court, and it was like a massive deal back in those days to be caught for homosexuality, yeah, and that's sort of one of the reasons why Oscar Wilde is so famous today Wow, well I'm learning all sorts of oh, that. yeah it's, I mean but this guy um Bram Stoker obviously he had the idea for this st- horror story. He wanted to make the fashion the best horror story of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and while he was on his travels, he met a Hungarian writer and traveller named Armin Vanbury, who it's alleged that Armin Vanbury told Bram Stoker lots of like dark tales about the Carpathian Mountains and Transylvania and all this sort of thing. It's, that's unconfirmed. Uh, some people say it probably was, and some people say it, it didn't happen. But after he met Armin um, Vanbury, he became very, very interested in these Eastern European tales of vampires. Vampires were thought to be a very real thing back then in the Victorian times. They were actually very scared of vampires, just the general people were. They thought it was a real thing. There were many, many stories of them. So Dracula was not actually the original vampire story, which I always thought it was.
1: That's what I was going to ask you. So I'm guessing vampires, the rumours and everything of vampires have been around were... for
2: like several hundred years. Yeah,
1: that's so interesting. Va- I mean, so Dracula is a vampire, yes, but he he's considered now whether you call it a folklore or a myth. He's kind of king vampire. He's the original, yeah, the yeah. OG
2: vampire, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, sort of all vampire stories take their basis from this. I, cause I mean, this might be the first vampire story that ever actually got written down and published. You know, the rest of them are all just word of mouth, you know, villagers telling tales mm-hmm. of what happened to their mate, you know, a couple of villages over or whatever. Yeah, And that's what... He spent several years studying these stories from Eastern Europe... And and just putting together the whole thing. Um now, one of the things that I always heard about Dracula is that Bram Spadoka had based the character of Dracula on a real person from history, Vlad the Third, or Vlad the Impaler, yeah, as yeah. he's well known. Sounds You've heard familiar. of that one? Yeah? Yeah. Um uh, Vlad the Impaler, Vlad Dracula, as he's sometimes known, he was actually what he, he was a vo- voivode, whatever that is, of Wallachia, which is I guess somewhere around sort of Romania or used to be. It's, I don't think it's a country anymore. Mm-hmm. He ruled Wallachia three times between 1448 and 1477. There isn't actually any notes that Bram Stoker, Bram Stoker did make extensive notes about vampires and his character and all this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Not once did he actually mention Vlad the Third in his
1: oh, right. notes. Okay, so is it almost like... Oh, hang on. I'm getting my years and dates mixed up. I was going to say it's the other way round, where Vlad was named after... Dracula.
2: Quite possibly. See, Vlad the Third's father was—he was Vlad Tepish—and Vlad the Third's father was Vlad Dracul.
1: Oh, that's a cool name.
2: So that is why it's thought, or commonly thought, that Vlad Dracul was the inspiration for the character or the name of Dracula. Mm-hmm. But in actual fact, the closest we can come to it is in Bram Stoker's actual notes. He notes down that the word drac in the old wallachian language means the devil. Mm. And that's the character that he was trying to create, you know, the most devilish character that he could think of.
1: Yeah. Okay. I can kind of see looks-wise a slight comparison to yeah. Dracula and the devil, I suppose, minus the horns. But at the same time
2: Dracula obviously was a part of love story as well.
1: Oh, with the the wife and Yeah, the wife and that. Like, yeah, yeah.
2: And what Bram Stoker did with Dracula was he brought sex appeal to vampires. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's this uh, uh not blonde, but um Pale pale faced gentleman who comes around at night trying to woo the ladies, you know. (laughs) Like I say, all all the original films and stuff are are very heavy on on the scantily dressed virgins with heaving bosoms and all that sort Mm. of thing, you know. Um, So that's what Dracula did. For it. Rather than being, like, a scary, ugly monster, Dracula yeah. was a very charming, you know, gentleman, yeah. uh, you know... Smooth you know. operator. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, slick back hair and all sorts. Yeah,
2: yeah. And obviously, like, his pale skin would have been a, a sign, back in those days, of him being a very wealthy man. Because wealthy oh, people yeah. liked pale skin because it showed that they didn't work out in the fields under the sun. Yeah, I you, thought you know? that's
1: what you meant when you said it, like they'd been in, indoors more. Yeah, yeah. So they'd have other people doing things for them. Yeah, exactly, so yeah.
2: yeah. But, but, but having pale skin was a, kind of a sign for unwealthy back yeah. in those days.
1: Which is crazy, because nowadays everybody wants to be tanned. Yeah. Like fake tan. And yeah, everything.
2: yeah. Oh. Um. So, yeah, uh, when Dracula arrives here in England when he first sets foot on English shoreline he's transformed into a dog a black dog oh come on at no
1: point did I think this is going to start getting silly
2: oh well it's it's a fictitious (laughs) story and Dracula could apparently change into a bat and I think rats and dogs so I didn't know about rats and dogs I think those are the only three that he can transform or he he does transform into in, in the story at least in the film, he does anyway. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, in the book, he 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 wades on shore as a black dog and he runs up 199 steps to the graveyard of St. Mary's Church in the shadow of Whitby Abbey. And it's Whitby Abbey that Bram Stoker took his inspiration for the estate that Dracula wanted to buy here in England. He called it Carfax, the Carfax estate. Mm -hmm. Now, there is a place called Carfax Abbey, and that estate is located in Perfleet, which is just north of central London.
1: That's a nice word, Perfleet.
2: But in the book, at no (laughs) point is Carfax followed by the word Abbey. It's always just called Carfax or the Carfax Estate, <laughs> okay. so it's only assumed that that's where he was talking about. It. But the description of it was very much based on Whitby Abbey, which is this massive Gothic building. It's, just, it's a ruin these days, right? But um, well, massive, very Gothic, very like quite an imposing looking place. To be fair. Yeah. you can you can understand why he picked whitby abbey to be dracula's
1: castle sort of thing
2: you know okay. it's a scary looking place it's got place. those
1: kind of vibes yeah um well,
2: he he wrote the the book mostly in scotland a place called cruden bay uh and not far from there is a place called Slains castle and that is thought to house an octagonal room that is also featured in Dracula's castle,
1: octagonal, yeah, an octagonal, eight, eight-sided, eight yeah, sides. okay, yeah. Right. Dra- I
2: think Dracula's main hall was like eight octagonal, eight-sided room. That's different, yeah, very different. But you know, this is where he was drawing his inspiration on his travels around the country with Irving. Uh, and with his wife when he was just on holiday, obviously, he was was going to these landmark places and drawing his inspiration from it and thinking, oh, this looks creepy, this is cool, Mm. you know. I'm going to put this in my novel and this
1: in my novel. and You know, it's very interesting. I've got a question. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) I raised my hand. Yeah, go for it. (laughs) I've just made a slight connection there. The dog isn't as silly as I first thought. Do you remember a few podcasts ago, there was some sort of Irish folklore about, I can't remember... What it was, but something do you remember? Something could turn into a black dog mm. was it goblins? Something like I don't that, know, I can't remember. Now. But there's a little connection there because you said that he was from Dublin, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, he was born in Dublin, so yeah. But lived,
2: he lived, he was born and he educated in Ireland and then moved to England.
0: This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June.
2: Yeah, so the book itself is what's called an epistolary novel, which it means it's written as a realistic collection of fictional diary entries, telegrams, letters, ship logs, newspaper clippings, rather than being, you know, like a traditional story mm. in first or third person,
0: yeah, yeah, anything like that.
2: This is more like, you know the way... Um, well, we do it with f- f- uh, films these days. Those sort of video camera point of view films of Blair Witch Project was one. Clover Fields. Yeah. It's kind of to make it give it extra realism. Yeah. He just created these ships logs and diary entries and stuff like that. So it doesn't necessarily tell a, a straight through story mm-hmm. like a Dan Brown novel would. Um, yeah. But that's how he did it to try and create that realism, which is what made it take off so well. Um. The original 541-page typescript wow, <laughs> was lost no. until the
1: 1980s. Oh, so they recovered it.
2: Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, It was lost for nearly 100 years uh, where it was found in a barn in Pennsylvania, USA. He must have taken it with him while he'd gone on tour with Irving and just lost it somehow. I don't don't know how you lose your main typescript for a book, but, you know, that's where it showed up. Um, And Bram had handwritten and amended the name of the book from Dracula to The Undead. But for whatever reason, when it went to publish, they kept the name Dracula. They preferred
1: just Dracula. It's different. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Um. Some of his notes were also discovered in the London Library in 2018, just random notes tucked inside some of the books that uh, Bram Stoker was studying um, for his research. So he's leaving notes all over the place. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? He um, literally is, just yeah.
2: all over the place. But, um, I mean, that that is mostly it, really, Um the the story of Dracula has obviously it's it's such a famous one. It is the most famous it's, sort of horror story ever, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really? it's like
1: a Halloween legend, isn't yeah. it? Like you could easily do every Halloween, you could pick a legend. Whether it's Dracula, Frankenstein, werewolves, he's in that category, isn't it? Probably yeah. the the top he's the top story. one, isn't yeah, he? Yeah.
2: Really? When you when you think like pick a horror character, Dracula, right there. He's yeah. you know probably been played by the most amount of actors. You know, probably more than Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's probably the most popular Halloween costume design yeah. ever. You know, you ever been to a, a Halloween party where somebody wasn't Dracula? No. Yeah, true.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? There is actually a a current wrestler to this day. Uh, I think his name Danhausen, and his whole gimmick, like everything he does, is based on like Dracula. Oh, really? Yeah, he's got he's got his own little things where he has like jars of teeth and stuff, which is uh, <laughs> out there. But yeah, face paint and and stuff and the hairstyle, it's all like Dracula related. Oh, so play. It's still in pop culture and things these days, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, very yeah. Like you say, in parties and... Yeah, it's a cool yeah. character. My favourite Dracula was Christopher Lee. Yeah? But I, obviously it's biased, isn't it? We all know why I like Christopher Lee, so... Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah.
2: Um, Stoker, obviously, 1912, he actually eventually died... After suffering a number of strokes, mm. he had finally died at number 26, St George's Square in London on the 20th of April 1912. His death certificate lists the cause of death as locomotor ataxia, six months. Which no one actually really knows what that means, but they presume yeah. that it's a reference to syphilis. He oh, actually right. died of syphilis. Oh, okay, so while he was on tour, <laughs> he, uh... well, this is the thing because of the whole love triangle, and his his wife claimed that it was a very loveless marriage. It wasn't; it was more of an obligation. If right, you know what I mean? And there are rumours that Bram Stoker himself may have been gay.
1: Oh, okay. I I
2: don't honestly know if that's true or not. I didn't really spend much time yeah, you know, on that side of things cuz his sexuality it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Does it? Same um, as
1: Shakespeare, they always said that he was gay. Uh, possibly. Possibly, yeah. Possibly. But it doesn't. It doesn't matter, does it? No, no,
2: not at all. Obviously, they're both very uh, creative people. So, mm-hmm. what does it matter? It's, it's, it's their creations that we celebrate, yeah. Not themselves, really, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um, so, after his death, the first film adaptation of Dracula was F. W. Murnau's film Nosferatu. In 1922. Have you ever seen that one? <laughs> Never. It's an old black and white silent film with a bold Dracula with the pointy ears. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he walks around the place with his hands in front oh, of him. Oh, I've seen a know. picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you surely have seen something to do with that one. Uh, yeah, it was really quite a well known film. It, it did do really well at the time. And so Bram Stoker's widow, Florence, sued the filmmakers. Claiming that she had not been asked for consent to make it, nor offered any royalties for the story.
1: Wow. Okay, so they'd done her dirty, though. Yeah, they did, yeah. And obviously, yeah, so that was the
2: first one. And now, nowadays, there are hundreds of films... That are either about Dracula or include Dracula, like you say, Hotel Transylvania is yeah. one that you've seen.
1: Renfield, that's shown only... you. Renfield
2: is yeah, just released a few uh, weeks ago or months, months ago. ago, yeah, something um, like that. Yeah, I've not seen that one yet myself. I'm quite interested. Been told it's very good, but I thought I would go through just just a small list of some of my favourite films. Dracula films, and this is my section of pop culture. Pop <laughs> culture. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> You've glad. even got me doing it now. <laughs> I'm glad
1: you're doing some pop culture. You've got to keep things relevant, you know, for the uns. Mm-hmm. So, as you said, Christopher
2: Lee was yeah. in the original film called Count Dracula oh, in 1970. Yes. Christopher Lee. Obviously the best Dracula, wasn't he? Yeah. I well. think so. He was probably the actor that played Dracula the most amount of times as well. Because ah. he, d- he did play Dracula in several films, not just that one. But that that was just... A, that a makes winner.
1: sense, because I'm pretty sure that's the reason in Star Wars he's called Count Dooku, is I think it's a reference to his work and his acting. As Dracula. Count Dracula. Quite possibly, Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he holds the record for the number of times he's played Dracula. Yeah, he does a good job of it. He did do a good job of it. Um, In 1992, the film that I, have I guess I first came into contact with Dracula, well, no, I didn't. Um, But Bram Stoker's Dracula, and that was Gary Oldman.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: obviously, Keanu Reeves was Harker, was Jonathan Harker, and Winona Ryder was Mina Harker. Yes. Dracula's love. Um, amazing film. Really good, and a really, really good, uh, accurate uh, representation of the original story in the book. I guess that's why they called it Bram Stoker's Dracula, because mm. they, you know... Uh, they want it to stick to the the story as closely as possible. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the other films, it it kind of goes out the window. You know, Dracula is Dracula, but everybody else kind of gets either missed out or mashed up. Yeah. Um, 1995, another one of my favourites, Dracula dead and loving it. Leslie Nielsen, you know the the guy from The Naked Gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the silver hair, he plays Dracula. No it, way. Yeah, yeah. It's a Mel Brooks film. That one it's, is. Is uh, it a comedy? Yeah, yeah very yeah. much so. Just it's <laughs> extremely funny. It's got to be a comedy with that guy, is it? Yeah, it definitely is. He he does do a really good one, um, and I. I, I should I list some scenes out of it? I don't know if I should or not. But Let people enjoy it.
0: Yeah, go, yeah. go and watch
2: some of these films. Um, for some reason here, I've got Van Helsing written on my list. It was 2004. Hugh Jackman. That's Hugh Jackman. Legend bloke, but yeah. from what I can remember, the film was kind of pants. Yeah, it wasn't great.
1: No, I don't yeah. know why I put that on the list. I don't think it even had Dracula in it. See, when we, you mentioned Van Helsing earlier... Yeah, and you said about that other guy—it uh, was a hacker, harker, harker—killing yeah. him, not Van Helsing. It triggered my brain, and I went, "I actually don't remember Dracula being in it. I remember it being some sort of beast." At the yeah, end that's that what I killed. thought. He does <laughs> go around like killing
2: vampires, and you, you know they're hmm. coming out of the walls, aren't they? They're everywhere. But I don't actually recall Dracula.
1: No, I don't think he is being either. in
2: Van Helsing. Someone will let us know. So I'm sorry for including <laughs> that one on our list because <laughs> it really shouldn't have been on there. Yeah.
1: I think the look of Van Helsing's very cool, like with the hat and everything. I think yeah, he, he yeah. looks the part. Yeah, he does
2: look the part, and uh, but it, it just seemed a bit um, technological. Yeah. In, yeah, a, yeah, in a weird sort of sci-fi sort of way, wasn't it? I, I,
1: I remember it needing more action
2: and less CGI.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the CGI is very obvious in that one. Yeah, but Hugh Jackman, what an actor! Incredible, yeah. And <laughs> uh, now, I, and
2: finally, I'm going to take you back to 1979. This one is definitely my all time favorite Dracula film. It was called Love at First Bite. George Hamilton was uh Dracula, <laughs>
1: right.
2: it is a comedy horror, okay. Um. It's got a really cool dance scene. Right, so let me set the scene for you here, right? In in Love at First Bite, at the start of the film, it's 20th century, and Dracula is still in Transylvania, um, but the locals have got fed up of him. Like, when he goes out into the village, they've all got their pitchforks out, and they go, no, you killed my mother! And he's like, what is your name? And he goes, oh, such a judge. And he goes, no, I killed your mother and your sister. (laughs) And there's like running him out of town. Um, but he's got like a time magazine or something like that in his castle with this model called Cindy Sundown falls in love with her. So he's like, right, I'm going to America. So off he goes to New York, right? To find this (laughs) supermodel, which he does find her and, and he, he woos her and whatnot. Um, he has to bite her on the neck or drink her blood or whatever three times for her to become a vampire and for them to live the rest of eternity together or well, whatnot. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, on his way to America, Renfield is his little assistant in this one. He's mm-hmm. a really weird, low looking bloke. Uh, with a really weird voice and stuff like glasses and he's just really odd character but Renfield is looking after him while he's being transported to America when they're on the plane unfortunately there's also another dead body on the same plane and obviously it being a comedy film the two get switched So when they get to the airport on the other side, Renfield takes this dead body back to a hotel and he's waiting around for Dracula to get out, for it to become night time. Whereas Dracula goes to a fucking funeral. Sorry, (laughs) goes to a funeral. And it's like this um, black priest. It's like a gothic style um, church. And this black Ministers going, Oh, once you were dead, you were dead. And there ain't no way, no how, you ain't never coming back when you dead. And then suddenly the coffin lid opens and up sits Dracula. He goes, good evening. I'm going Dracula. regular. I
1: believe I have a reservation. <laughs> and the whole church like, Ah! <laughs> Oh, that sounds like an episode it's of Naked a Gun. Brilliant film, really,
2: really good film. If you, if you can find it online on Netflix or whatever, well, it won't be on Netflix, I doubt. But it, Love at First Bite, 1979, <laughs> uh, uh, when, it, when it, he does this really cool dance scene as well, where he takes Cindy to sundown to this old disco, and the, you know that old song, I love the night yeah. I yeah. got yeah. that boogie <laughs> on a disco. Ah, He's just dancing around in this disco with all the light up floor and everything, and absolute quality film. I wouldn't, I can't
1: recommend it. enough. I can, I can tell it's your favourite Dracula. film. Oh, definitely. You went full into that, and the others you just gave a brief description, pooed on Van Helsing a bit. <laughs> You're like, this is my favourite film. There's this bit and there's this bit and there. yeah, so I could tell it must be a really good film. So if you're a fan <laughs> of
2: Dracula, definitely check that one out. Okay, now, there are hundreds of them on there. I looked like through search engine to just see how many Dracula films I could find. The list just went on. I couldn't count yeah. them all. There's hundreds of
1: them, yeah.
2: but those are a couple of my favourites and one that shouldn't have been there.
1: Hotel Transylvania as well, there's three of them. Yeah, yeah, no, that is a good one actually. Yeah, that's, it's not as good as Blood First Bite. It's nah. just
2: brilliant. But I mean that that is that's kinda it really. That's my presentation on Dracula and Bram Stoker, you know, Dracula's creator and what inspired it and all that sort of thing. So What
1: a Halloween
2: episode. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. So um I'm not really sure how we're going to rate this on the paranormality (laughs) scale, because Dracula is
1: complete fiction. Yeah. Um, It's going to have to be how much we like it then. I guess it is, yeah. (laughs) So how much do you like Dracula? I like it way more now with with your impression of a minister and the the dance scene and the the singing and dancing. I really... oh there's another
2: bit, another good bit as well. Actually, where he's out in New York, he's flying around as a bat, um, and he's trying to find something to eat, and he ends up drinking the blood of this drunken hobo, and then the next scene, he's walking back to the hotel, going, "I like New York, and you, <laughs> how about you?" <laughs> Absolutely plastered. It's great. It's a brilliant film. Wow.
1: I think you've sold it to me. Um, you know what? I'm actually quite impressed by how in-depth you actually went with Dracula as well. Yeah. Like, not even just the pop culture bit. All the other stuff before it. It's quite fascinating. I didn't even know he wanted to come over to England. And yeah. you said about the... Not the love at first, but the... Uh, looking at Harker's wife. Mm-hmm. Her... Him going to war and all of yeah, that. Yeah. I found that really interesting. Halloween special as well. I'm, mate, It's got to be
2: up there, hasn't
1: it? I'm giving it a 9.1.
2: Yeah? Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll match it. 9.1. Yeah, for, I quite like that. Bram Stoker and Dracula.
1: That was a good story. Thank I you. really like that. Yeah. <laughs> And if you like pirates singing and dancing and want to see more of it, let us know because I really enjoyed it. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. Um.
2: Anyway, yeah. If yeah, if you if you like Dracula, let us know. If uh, you got some other ideas of other iconic uh, horror stars, mm. yeah, yeah, let us know. Uh, if you want to see more representations like this? Mm-hmm. Uh, we we can do that. Yeah, I thought this was going to be a bit of a f- a different one, a bit fun for Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, just write in to us, sort of comment and, and like on, on YouTube. Uh, give us, a, send us an email, paranormality.uk at gmail.com. <laughs> Almost forgot what it was then. Um, come and find us on Discord. Please come and join our Discord. Yeah. We'd love yeah. to have more people on Discord. And uh, I I hope that you enjoyed the live stream yesterday if you manage to catch it if not uh i will the, the video on demand will be on uh, up on youtube at some point i might even uh, record the audio and release that as a standalone audio podcast later on in the week perhaps thursday or friday so check back then and we've got the halloween special tomorrow i'm still not revealing what that is but it is a special one
1: mm-hmm.
2: um and uh yeah Happy Halloween, everybody. And thank you for a, a great year. Yeah, thank you for sticking with us for a year. And, you all know... the support and all the all love. Support. All yeah. the downloads. We, and... We're one of the 10% that actually made it first 12 months. Yeah.
1: So thank you to you guys. Yeah, we love you all. Yes. Happy Halloween. Until next time, I've been Pirate. I'm Josh. This has been Paranormality UK. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.
2: I want to drink your blood.
0: (laughs) Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.